Welcome to the Austin Gardener with Cheryl McLaughlin on News Radio KLBJ. Call Cheryl now with your questions about gardening or landscaping at 512 836 pound 590 on your wireless, or toll free 1 877 590 KLBJ. Hello. Hey, this is Cheryl McLaughlin. You're listening to the Austin Gardener on this another miserably hot day. Man, we need a break from this. How about a little tropical depression? Sails in, stalls out over right above Lake Travis. And that's my <laughs> that's my goal. I'm praying for that. So, hey, uh, you guys call or text with your comments today, 512-836-0590. Um, or we also have a toll-free line, which is 877-590-5525. And if you are looking to do some landscaping, you have a project you want to done, please consider Kevin Wood Landscapes. And the website is kevinwoodlandscapes.com. And you can contact, uh, go to the contact page and send your requests, your requirements, your questions, what have you. Look at some pretty pictures and somebody will get with you and please as in you know this is a great time to start planning for fall stuff y'all um and we specialize in native texas plants i know you've been hearing me say that for 30 plus years um but that is i think a lot to do with the success of any good landscape here the sustainability um but also consider efficient irrigation at times like this. You will be so happy you have it. You don't need it all the time, of course, but <clears throat> you need it in times like this. Keep your trees going. Keep your, you know, uh, water is, and, you know, the natives don't need as much water, but you tend to need to zone plants according to their water needs. And all that can happen, some nice lighting, Make your uh, evening times outside the best times. You've read about evening gardens. Those are so much fun to design and just so lovely to be out in the evening when you can actually be outside around here in the summer and to have uh, beautiful scented things that open at night, um, white that reflects moonlight. I mean, there's just some real fun things you can do. But today, let's talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. And again, here are the numbers, 512-836-0590. Call or text that line. And we had a text uh, just come in a minute ago here. It says, with a picture of lamb's ear, which I just love. I love that plant. I forget to recommend it. Um, it says, good morning. My lamb's ear plants are not happy. They're in full sun. I've not watered much this summer because I heard they do not like regular watering. Should I water it more? Should I cut off the brown leaves? What can I do for it? It has been in this location for four years. Yeah, I think it does need water, and you're right. They don't need tons and tons and frequent watering. But they... Um, they do need water. So I, what I would do is give it a good deep soaking and you can remove those brown leaves or not. They'll just fall off eventually and they kind of act like mulch. 
Um, but if you just if it's too ugly for you to look at, then go ahead and remove those brown leaves, and you'll be in good shape. So um, that's that's what I think. Because looking at the other parts of your plant, it looks it looks really good. Um, the leaves still look healthy. It's just suffering, like everything is right now. It's hard to keep things going in this heat, um, but it's. You know what? Hopefully we'll get a break at some point. I heard the weather lady say we have a 50% chance of rain tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Let's hope that happens. But meanwhile, as I've said a million times, when you go out in the morning and plants are wilted, then that's when you really need to water. Every plant pretty much is going to wilt in the afternoon because it's just so hot. But if, if you go out there in the morning and your plants are wilted, and that's when you know you need to put some water on them. So that way you, you, know, you won't overwater. Uh, let's see here, another text just came in. Uh, could you please look at the previous text I just sent to Jeff, maybe have a better solution. Um, I have an area in the front yard that gets full sun much of the day or the middle of the day, and it's St. Augustine grass not doing well. The weeds are doing very well. Um, there is, is there a simple solution for this issue? Maybe a seed I can throw out there that will choke out the weeds, uh, and it's black clay soil. Um, and Jeff said, St. Augustine will struggle in full sun without lots of water. You can seed Bermuda. It can handle the full sun. But you're asking a lot in this heat. What about something besides grass that will drown out the weeds? Um, okay, so here's the thing. Healthy grass is the key to keeping weeds out. Um, heavy clay soil is tough because it's when it gets real wet, it stays wet. And St. Augustine loves good drainage. It would prefer to be in sand with 90 inches of rain a year, like in Florida. If you've ever been down there and seen St. Augustine in its most desirable habitat, you will see that it's not like Texas. <laughs> um, so I think his idea about Bermuda and shifting to that might actually be a better solution for you. Um, but whatever grass, and by the way, Bermuda seed germinates in high soil temperatures. So that's the good news. You plant Bermuda seed when it is, you know, the soil's hot. Um, but you do have to water, you know, to keep it going. And to get, once the seed germinates, it's going to need some water, a light syringing, light swishing of water every single day. As far as what would do better to drown out the weeds, I don't have a better solution if you want a, a turf lawn. Um, but what Jeff's saying is absolutely true, which is that the, the Bermuda is going to be the most drought-resistant thing that you can um, use if you want a turf grass, right? Um, and he's also right 100% about the uh, St. Augustine, it needs much more water this time of year than it would the rest of the year. In general, it's a pretty tough grass. 
Okay, 512-836-0590. You can call or text. Uh, let's see. Um, what are these sprouts? Oh, dear. Do they come from these live oak trees? How can I come and uh, cover them? Yes, they sure do. And there is very little you can do about these sprouts. These are suckers coming off of the roots of the main tree. So anything you try to spray on there or what have you is going to hurt these uh, the mother tree. Uh, the best thing you can do is just keep them mowed uh, to keep them down because once they start suckering, and a lot of times these trees start suckering because, well, there's several different reasons, um, one of which is putting soil and a layer of sod and stuff over their root zone, which, of course, we all do when we're building a house or doing a landscape that has big old live oaks. We just go in there and put down, well, I don't, but others put down a bunch of sandy loam and then smack a turf grass on there with an inch of clay on it, and uh, the trees are in suffocating their root zone. So in self-defense, they send up these suckers. The other thing that happens is people will till under them or dig around under them, trying to make a flower bed. That causes them to sucker terribly. So um, unless you're willing to make a big old flower bed out there, in which case you still have to, you're still going to have them coming up in and amongst your other plants. So probably the best thing to do is just try to Keep them weed-eated or mowed down as best as you can. There is just not a good other solution to them. Now, I have heard of some tree companies that will come in and do some stuff, and we'll talk about that after the break. Let's get that over with, and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Austin Gardener with Cheryl McLaughlin on News Radio KLBJ, 590 AM and 99.7 FM. We are back. Again, I'm Cheryl McLaughlin. You are listening to The Austin Gardener. And if you would like to join the show, 512-836-0590. Call or text. Okay, here's the same texture about the St. Augustine struggling. And and we said, uh, you know, to put in Bermuda seed. And they said, well, something besides turf. Well, now you get a lot of choices because there is uh, there's a product called Thunder Turf that is a, a short native grasses that almost function like a turf, but they're native grasses that are not uh, runner grasses like St. Augustine and Bermuda. Um, and there's a lot of options there. You could also go with wildflowers. You could go with all... Uh, native plants that you could put in this fall by seed, perhaps, you know, like you could do a mix of wildflowers. And, you know, there's some management involved in a mix of wildflowers. Uh, For instance, some will be up and blooming while others are looking kind of ratty, going to seed. Um, But I would go to wildflower.org and look at your uh, options as far as native grasses 
And then you can always order these. You can get them out at the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center, but you can order them from places like Wild Seed Farms, Native American Seed, which is has the most extensive selection of grass mixes um, that I've seen anywhere. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of options when you start not needing turf. Um, let's see here. Oh, this is one for Jeff, but... Uh, should I be cutting down my indeterminate tomatoes since they're much slower uh, or, or wait them out during this heat? And Jeff said they probably aren't going to set any more fruit in this heat, so this is a good move. Give them time to grow back for fall. So I cut them? Yes, that's what he's saying uh, is to cut them back. They were telling you about the time I had some tomatoes and uh the, the deer cut them down for me, about 50%, and they came back for fall. And that is uh, that was the best tomatoes I, I think I ever had. Uh, thank you, deer. I appreciate that. Now, somebody says, uh, the old weather report has been running for weeks, driving me crazy. Yeah, I don't blame you it drives me crazy too uh we're going to report it the producer in there that's helping me out today is going to report this uh somebody is just being very careless with the programming and uh, you know like you i think we need to have accurate reports in here uh, because you know we are a news station right and it's not really uh, to me, it doesn't seem, I don't know, appropriate not to have, uh, you know, correct information on there. So somebody needs to get on the ball, and I 100% uh, appreciate your frustration because I'm feeling the same exact thing. And, yeah. All right, let's see who else wants to talk here. 512-836-0590, call or text. And, and you know, truly, this time of year, uh, I, I know you've heard me say to go ahead and plant stuff. And it really is, if you can keep an eye on it and you're not fixing to head off to Europe for a month, uh, it it's better to have a plant in the ground than in a container, uh, unless you got it in the shade, because it is just containers get so very hot. And I heard Jeff talking about using um, white or lighter colored containers. Absolutely a great idea. Very, very helpful to do that. Um, but I personally uh, feel like if you're going to buy plants, and this is actually a really good time to find sales. And nurseries don't want to keep watering this stuff every day. Uh, and I've already read the ad for Hill Country, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but they're, they're having a good sale. If you can get the plants you want, um, even if you do have to keep them in pots in the shade for a while, then go ahead and get your plants and get good deals on them this time of year. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's just a matter of mulching everything really well, as we all know that helps keep the moisture in and it helps moderate soil temperatures. It's much better for the plants to have mulch around them uh, this time of year. It's absolutely critical, but not like six inches, like two inches. 
you know, everybody wants to put six inches of spolone. You can't even water through six inches of mulch. Uh, here's another text. I have a Monterey oak uh, that's browning, water heavy once a week, been in the ground for five months. Yeah, it's, it's water related for sure. When you say you water heavy, um, you need to make sure that it's really getting down in there, right? Because you can think you're watering heavy, but if you have like a heavy mulch on top of stuff, you'd be surprised how long it takes just to get the water down through the mulch. So I would get a sharpshooter, take it out to the edge of the root ball, um, stick it down in there several inches, you know, kind of rock it back and forth, and then stick your hand down in there. If, it's, if you have a lot of clay and it's goopy wet, that could be another problem. But otherwise, uh, it's probably, you'd probably think you're getting the water deeper than you are. But let me know, because if that's not it, it's probably just shedding leaves, because we, we did have a lot of rain in the spring, a lot of plants put on stuff, lots of leaves, and when it gets critical like this, they start jettisoning, jettisoning the leaves they can't support any longer. All right, let's go to Dell Valley. Hey, Janie. What? Hey, Janie, you are on the air at KLBJ. How can we help you? I have a uh, small pecan tree next to a large pecan tree. Yeah. And... Uh, the leaves on the small pecan tree are turning brown. Okay, how are you watering it? What days am I watering well, it? How, how are you watering it? Yeah. Just spraying the leaves? You spray up? No, you don't want to spray the leaves. What you need to be doing is soaking the ground. Oh, Really okay. good okay. Uh, because I, you bring up a very good point that I want to tell everybody listening. You never want to water the leaves of plants when it's hot like this. It'll okay. actually, it can actually burn the leaves. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And you should have a good mulch around it, a couple of inches of shredded hardwood mulch around okay. that little tree. And then you water it real deep every, you know, week or so until mm -hmm. we get out of this kind of weather. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thanks for calling KLBJ today. 512-836-0590. Call or text. Um, let's see here. It's another text. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> so why do they only sell plants in black pots? They don't just sell them in black pots. Some people use white pots, but, uh, and I don't really know the true answer to this, but I'm going to guess they don't show dirt as much as a white pot would. Um, and for somebody that had a nursery for many years, uh, that's the only thing I could find was black pots. So, uh, yeah, but if you got a white pot, it's always going to look messy. It's going to look dirty. That's just my guess. If anybody knows the truth, if there's a different answer to that, I'd like to know. You'd think I'd know that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, let's see here. Um, 
something. Let's see here. To know, good to know the an iPhone weather default is the weather channel and not locally generated. This is not hard. Save and use the website for the uh, NWS from the Austin airport. You won't find any better, and it's your tax dollars at work, Bob. Thank you, Bob. And I also have a an app on my phone from KXEN Weather, which I didn't bother to look at today, but from now on, I'll be sure to compare it with what y'all are hearing. I don't think it's going to be a very long break, right? Not, not too long. Uh, so we'll be back after this. Welcome to the Austin Gardener with Cheryl McLaughlin on News Radio KLBJ, 590 AM and 99.7 FM. Okay, we are back and we're going to go straight to Don because he's so patient. Thank you, Don. No problem. I appreciate you and your show. Thanks. What's going on out there? I've got a beautiful, big, uh, I'm going to call it a fig shrub. Mm-hmm. We had never trimmed the lower branches, so uh, it's it's just magnificent. But I've been watching the figs on there, and it seems like over the last month or five weeks, they haven't gotten any bigger. They haven't really ripened. Uh, they're all about thumbnail size, maybe a little bigger than that, but... I, I took one off that was a little bit light brown and ate that. It was very good, very sweet. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering what's going on and what I can do to get that fruit to grow bigger or at least get to where we can harvest it. I think you better harvest it now because when it gets like this, it's not going to do well. Um, oh. they, you got to have plenty of water on them when they're forming up, and you got to have mulch out the wazoo around the fig tree. That's well, a, this is uh, irrigated, so... Well, so you think it was getting enough? Yeah, I mean, a big old fig tree can take a lot of water. Do you know how much water is actually coming out on there? No, I don't, but I can figure it out because it's, uh, it's a natural area of our property, but it's got sprinklers. Does it and, have uh, mulch on it, around it? No, but it's got these lower branches that shade it. I mean, well, they, that's not that's not going to help. You got to get mulch, 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 and this, you know, to keep it healthy for next time. You know, you might uh-huh. even get a second crop in the fall. I don't know what kind you have, but if say you got a brown turkey or something, um, you can get a uh, one on last year's wood and a second smaller crop on the new growth. So okay. I don't I don't know what kind you have, but. Uh, you, yeah, but so here's the deal. Deep water, even if you have to put a soaker hose out there, a little low sprinkler is probably not going to do it and get you a couple of inches of good shredded hardwood. If you have to trim the lower branches to get it in there, do it. And never okay. dig and, or till around a fig tree. Um, you probably already know that, but just for others listening. Um, but that's... But I don't think it's going to do much more because figs, most figs usually get ripe around the 4th of July. And it's okay. downhill from there. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I called in. That's all good advice. I appreciate it. Well, good. I hope it helped. All right. Have a great one. You too. Thanks, Don. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Wimberley. Hey, Paula. How are you? 
Hey, Cheryl, how are you? Good. I'm in the air condition. <laughs> yes, same here. I have just a quick question, and it's not really of a, 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 a what to do, but I'm wondering if my purple sage is lying to us because both of them are quite well established and in huge bloom overnight, practically. And there's not a, a drop of rain predicted for like a week. I think maybe sprinklers. Are y'all sprinkling them? No. Mm -mm. Well, I'm good. Girl, let's hope. Because they're usually <laughs> right. Otherwise, they're blooming because they're desperate and think they're dying. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's, we, we came back from walking our dogs early, early, and we both went, holy moly, it might rain. <laughs> Golly. Well, ha, ha, you know, I don't know if you were listening earlier when I reported on that outdated water uh, a weather report that said we had a 50% chance uh, for yeah. rain. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I sent the, the picture, I took a screenshot of the thing to Hunter Williams, and he said that, that particular report company has been off all week, big uh, one you were looking at, but, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, well, well, the sage might be right, who knows, let's hope. Well, I'll be thinking and, of you, I'll be thinking okay, of I, you. Okay, I texted a picture that we don't have to talk about, but if you have any ideas, I guess you can text me back. Which one? What? What's the topic? It it says it, it it's a succulent. I can't remember the name, and it has a little bit of white white yellowing going on. Okay, let me let me look ahead and do keep listening. Okay, thanks, Cheryl. Have yes, a good afternoon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Okay, um, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, let's go through these other ones. But if you want to call, there's still time. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Call or text. Uh, here's a text. Does Greg's Miss Flower need daily water? And they love the sun, correct? Yes, they love the sun. They don't need daily water. I don't know what your soil is like, but uh, hopefully you've got a good, healthy soil. And I know this is going to be hard to do if, you, if it's already established, but again, mulch is very important. Um, but no, they don't need daily watering. But listen, you don't just get out there and spritz something lightly uh, and think it's enough in this kind of weather. And that goes for just about all the irrigation systems. When we put in an irrigation system, we put bubblers on trees, sometimes two or three of them around a tree uh, so that it will get more you know more water than just your saint augustine that's why it's critical to have a really good irrigation system and a good you know good installation and well thought out because um you might think you're watering enough but again you put down that two inches of mulch i'm talking about it takes a long time just to wet down through that mulch to get to the actual soil so we may need to run them longer than you think or just do supplemental water, especially for things that aren't already well established. Uh, but yeah, Greg's Mistflower, one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, let's see here. We were talking about the plastic pots, why black? Black plastic pots are typically recycled resin. White is virgin resin not recycled well that does that's good at least we're we know we're using recycled that's really good to know thank you so much um 
in this long heat spell, would cutting back my perennial plants help relieve some stress? It could, but you don't want to cut them hard because then they're going to try to put out all this new growth. And when it's, you know, this kind of weather, you don't want a lot of new growth on a plant. That little tenderly stuff will just burn up. So I don't think you'd be doing too much, but maybe just a light cutting, um, you know, cut off if you got flowers that are already past their prime, faded flowers, um, cutting that off, giving it just a little haircut, maybe an inch, keep it from having to try to go to seed, which also takes a lot of energy. So, all right, let's get that last break over with, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome to the Austin Gardener with Cheryl McLaughlin on News Radio KLBJ, 590 AM and 99.7 FM. Okay, we are back for the last segment of the show. And the number, if you want to join in, 512-836-0590, call or text. And we do have a toll-free line. I've should tell you this more often, I guess, but it's 877-590-5525. Uh, now, let's go back to the texts. Um, oh, here's the succulent that the, um, in addition to my sage question, any idea what's going on here? I can't remember the name. Thanks and love the show. Man, That if I didn't know better, and I cannot enlarge the photos here, which drives me crazy on this program, um, it looks like spider mites. It looks like insect damage to me. The only other thing I can think of that might cause a look like that would be um, if it was out in the full sun and somebody sprinkled water on it when it was 105 outside. That could make those splotches, but I think it might be spider mites. And if it were my plant, what I would do is put it in the shade and spray it with uh, liquid seaweed repeatedly and get up under those leaves Look up under there and see. Spider mites, you can see them. If you smack a leaf over a white piece of paper, you'll see a little usually red thing running around. Um, But they hate seaweed, so that might help. But other than that, it's hard to say exactly uh, what's going on there. I guess it could be some kind of weird fungus, too. But see if you don't find some little critters up under those leaves. Okay. Um, I I can't read this. Somebody sent me some some text that says bottom line ends in spade, but I don't. I can't. Uh, I can't read that. I'm sorry. It's too little. Okay. Let's go here to the next one. Um. Love your show, Cheryl. Location of those purple sages? Hope it rains. I think she was in Wimberley. But I don't think they're likelier than we are to get rain. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Weather Channel, and it's saying there's a 10% chance of rain in San Marcos tomorrow. Uh, so that, I guess, pretty much every day there's a 10% chance, but I didn't see that in the Austin forecast. So maybe a little bit south of here, maybe something coming up from the Gulf. We really need a tropical depression. That's what we need. Um, Of course, I say that every year. You'll probably get sick of hearing me say that. Um, 
Good morning, Cheryl. Love-hate relationship with three-gallon leopard plant I purchased five months ago and have been unable to get it in the ground. It has lost three-fourths of its leaves. The leaf wilts, turns soft black, and falls off at the soil line. I keep the pot in shade. Feed has to grow in seaweed once a month. I pulled it from the pot yesterday. It still has some healthy roots. The nursery soil is extremely loose with six inches of soil in the bottom of the pot with no root. I've tried watering both wet to dry and keeping constantly damp. Should I try putting it in the ground at this point or give up and toss it out? I don't think you have too much to lose. It sounds like it wasn't fully rooted or if something happened to the roots, if there's six inches of soil in the bottom of that pot with no roots in it, um, something happened to the roots. So I would put it, because I don't think you have much to lose again, put it in the... In the um, ground mulch the heck out of it and water it a lot because kevin loved leopard plants he just loved them and he put one in in our yard and every year in the summer that thing would be wilted flat when all the native plants around it were standing straight up um, i do love them i love them and they should be in the shade leopard plants have big old leaves there's two kinds there's a variegated leopard plant and then there's a solid green one um <clears throat> i have the solid green one <clears throat> finally lost it in one of these last freezes but uh and you know i really wasn't sorry to see it go it it is a tropical looking plant it's absolutely gorgeous when it's happy big round leaves um just a beautiful uh, leaf pattern for deep shade and when you can water it a lot like it'd be really good in a shady raised bed um, with maybe some variegated ginger if you use a solid green one don't use the variegated one to me it, the variegated one always looks sick and that's where it got the name leopard plant because it's splotchy yellow uh, variegation which is kind of weird so but anyway, there, there's a place for them. I've used them in many, many, many landscape designs where the uh, conditions were just right for them. But they're going to be hard to take care of. Um, and you can't, they really can get big. I, I've got a friend that's got them in her raised bed, shady garden, on soaker hoses. And those things are probably four feet tall. I had no idea they got that big. She's got the solid green ones, and they are gorgeous. Although I think I might drive by there and see if they're looking gorgeous and now, you know, because it's just so hot, so hard on plants. So, well, once again, I'm going to take the opportunity to suggest to you that you consider Kevin Wood Landscapes for your landscaping projects. I think you'll like what you see if you go to the website, KevinWoodLandscapes.com, and you can see some of the pictures, projects that have been done through the years. And remember, you can get all the stuff built that you need. And I mean, starting out with obviously good design, beds, um, good construction, if you need edging, you need retaining walls, you need lighting, irrigation, great plant selection, I, I do have to say. And uh, and it takes a while, again, to get in line, get a good 
uh, design, all the other stuff that goes along with that, get you signing off on the design, get it bid, maybe revise things a little bit. So give all your good landscape companies plenty of notice. And now is the time to contact your landscape companies. Uh, and I hope it's Kevin Wood Landscapes, but even if it didn't, if you want a project put in in the fall, it could take from now till, you know, at least the end of summer uh, to get everything done and get you on the schedule. So think about that, and I would appreciate it if you consider Kevin Wood Landscapes. But otherwise, thank you guys so much for a great show today. I appreciate all the good answers that I got to my questions, and let's hope those purple sage aren't lying out their teeth, you know, because it sure would be nice. Of course, watch this happen. She's in Wimberley, right? Wimberley will get two inches of rain, and we won't get a drop here in Austin, because that's just the way our luck's been running lately. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to KLBJ today, and I'll be back with you next Sunday at 10 a.m.